Ahoy, mateys! Pirate's Booty is partnering with the Lion King for a new adventure. So drop anchor and join the crew for a new snack and treasure. Bake to perfection puffs made with real simple ingredients. At Pirate Brands, we've been creating treasures since 1987 with the belief that you shouldn't have to snackrifice. Taste for goodness. Found on the back of Pirate's Booty Aged White Cheddar Lion King Edition. Welcome to Groceries! We're doing it! The internet's only podcast that covers everything about groceries that you could ever want. The carts, the bakery, the produce, the cheese section, the deli section, the clientele. We cover... How wide are those aisles? We cover it all. As many of you know, I'm Brian Safi, but thank you to at Original Settler on Twitter... He told me to do this. Hi, I'm Brian Safi Market Sweep... Okay, here was my suggestion, but I think it's a lateral move. I got a couple. I'll do one okay, a week. But yeah. Original Settler said, have you considered Safi Market Sweep as your nickname to honor the greatest game show of all time? So consider it considered. It's so good. Now, you can do this next week if you want, but I was going to say that you should be like, I'm Brian Safi and I'm stocked. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's excellent. But, well, thank but you, Original Seller, for that idea. That's wonderful. And I'm Erin Gibson, Bag Lady. There you so go. I'm going st- to stick it every week. Stick with your guns, babe. I'm going to stick with that landing. Um, we covered. We got. We got two exciting grocery stores to talk to you about today. This week, I went to Pavilions, which is an offshoot of Vaughn's, which is owned by Albertsons. No apostrophe, honey. If you haven't learned anything from episode one, learn that. Uh, so they started in Southern California and it's similar to Vaughn's, but in 1985, Vaughn's decided to make an upscale grocery store that would have more organic food and a bigger alcohol section and other specialty foods. So they tried to do like a Gelson's move to me, other than the lighting being better and the aisles being truly, you could see your reflection in like, it reminded me actually of like, you a, mean sl- like a, so shiny, like so clean. A slipping hazard. Yeah. No, not wet, oh, but okay. just shiny, like a newsroom de- floor. Um, and we all know what a newsroom floor looks like. Watch any, watch any newsroom of anything and you'll know. Uh, but they were, uh, pavilions became the showpiece of Vaughn's new image. It was considered the Titanic of 1985. So, <laughs> did they say that? I said okay. that. The stores are larger than Vaughn's stores. They still are. They also, most of them contain full service pharmacies and uh, expanded service areas, which I'll get into in a second because there was one there that was absolutely wild. The first one appeared in Garden Grove in 1985. It's 55,000 square feet, that pavilions. And it took over the former discount department store, Zodi's. We, who we all, where we all used to get our slacks. You won't believe this. That was the beginning of the end for Zodis because 1986, they were wiped off the planet. And where did they start? In California. Zodis, interesting. And on the East Coast. But Zodis is gone. And as we know, Jody's back on uh, Full House. So um, they have full service pharmacies. That was a big deal. They also, 
when they first launched, they all had a butcher, a baker, a tortilla shop, a small pizza parlor, an ice cream shop, a deli, a florist, and a pharmacy. They no longer have the tortilla shop or the pizza parlor. Anyway, I went to the pavilions. So just so you'll stay there all day? Yeah, I think it was just like, look, you can get everything in one stop. It was just like American convenience at its finest. Isn't it insane to think that that's not even convenient anymore, having all that stuff there? I know. Because you can just order it online, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. From the toilet, from the trollet. Oh, God. I, you know what makes me hungry? Taking a shit. Nothing makes me sit with that laptop right on my knees, ready to eat. Just ordering some bananas. Exactly. So I went to the pavilions in West Hollywood, almost on the border of Beverly Hills. It's right by Robertson, just west of Robertson. Like right by Pump is where this is, a little bit west of it. So. You went to the fancy one. I did. Okay. Oh, it's on Santa Monica Boulevard? Santa Monica. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this store was such a treasure. And I'll, I'll tell you why. I walked in and at every entrance was, I'm talking a gigantic rainbow made up of rainbow balloons, like a huge, like the Arc de Triomphe waiting for you in the thing. So they were just like, get ready for some gay. And honey, that is what I got. And right on brand with that, I we had to actually theme this experience, the booze cruise, because the first thing you see is booze. The second thing that happens is you get cruised. So it was a real ego lift. I, I And by the way, these were the sorts of people who cruise absolutely anybody. So it was, it was nothing special. Well, you don't know that. Did you interview them? No, I didn't. I didn't, but I did have two crazy interactions there, which I'll discuss later. One I won, one I lost. Uh, Okay, so, so much booze. You go in and also the the gayness of this, they're the only grocery store yet who had silicone-based lube. So there, it is a little bit, it does pass some of my queer test, which is like, do you have a nice silicone-based lube? It's not the nicest. It's wet platinum in the black box, but the platinum is, feels the best, feels the best on your, you know, St. John. Yeah. So, uh, they were already ahead of the track as far as I'm concerned. Also silicone lube, it should be said, it's not great for for your sheets. Oh no, for your sheets. You can't get the stain out. However, what if your sheets are rubber? Then it will. Then it if will. If you have pee-pee sheets That's or right. But well, honey, it's great for your feet if you want to. Well, you always do that. Fuck your feet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any body part you can put together, ar- shins, arms, whatever, yes. you can fuck it. That's right. People don't know that. You're If you're pretending to hold a telephone from the 80s, yep. you can fuck that little slot right there. That's you know? all it is. That little nook. So- Immediately you walk in after the rainbows, all you see is the first thing you see is a tribute to Vuv Coco. It is a full Christmas tree pageantry of Vuv Coco. And they had it for $43.99, which by the way is the cheapest I've ever it's seen like it $80. anywhere. Yeah. Usually retails for like, yeah, between like 60 and 80. And it's the cheapest I've seen it everywhere. Honey, I've never seen more leggings look at something. It was like it was a Christmas tree. Everyone was circling it, grabbing bottles like crazy. But I went at 10 a.m. 
the vuv was flying off the off the shelf. Was Kim Kardashian there putting making it go over her head and onto her butt? She wasn't. Which was but originally done by Grace Jones. Everyone should know. It was mostly just men in fabletics grabbing it. By the way, supermarket sweep style, as if they were in a rush, as if like, oh god, what if this? And they were literally. I saw people walk out of the store two hands full of vuv cacao because they didn't want to use a bag. You know what I mean? They're environmentally friendly that way. And then behind them, literally. The person who bags carrying three bottles, four bottles of Vuv Coco back to the car. People were buying like eight bottles at a time. Was Maybe for Labor Day. Special <laughs> it Labor was a, Day. Oh, it was a deep discount. Yeah. It was a deep forty three ninety nine. dollars They also have a chilled wine cellar, which is enormous. It's behind glass doors. It was like an ice hotel. Behind glass doors that you walk in and it's just stacks and stacks of chilled wine that has a guard in front of it that wouldn't let me in. Why? She was standing there with a re- like a winter coat in front of it. And I was like, oh, can I go in there? And she was like, are you going to buy something from in there? And I was like, oh, probably not. I just, because I think it's expensive. I was like, I just kind of wanted to go in and look. And she was like, no. I was denied entry at a grocery store to their wine cellar. But it made me love Did it anymore. Did you see anybody go in? Nobody. So and then she's I a walked bouncer. back. Yes, I walked back. When she wasn't there, like at the at the end of my grocery store when she wasn't there, I tried to get in. Wouldn't let me. Locked. Tighter than a drum. You have to, I think you have to like show your cash before, before you enter the wine cellar because it was a tough gig. This is what also, I will also say. how do you know say. what's in there if you're going to buy something? Yeah. The Tito's was $16.66. The cheapest I have found it Anywhere in the world. The Grey Goose was $18. The cheapest I've seen it anywhere in the world. Doesn't it feel yucky though that they're that they're they're hawking so much liquor to a a community that <laughs> No, that's not on the grocery store. That's on the person. I think think, so. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't think a grocery store that that's any grocery store that sells alcohol. But that cheap. And by the way, I've seen someone cut off at a at a grocery store before. Huh? Someone came in at the Silver Lake uh, Gelson's came in and bought a, a jug of gin. And she was like, you know, I can't sell that to you. I'm sorry. And she was like, "You, we have to cut you off. You can't have any more. <gasps> so they do that. But no, I, I don't think, listen, if $16.66 is the thing that gets you to be a drunk, that seems like a big step. Uh, the Grey Goose was 1888. They had Tom of Finland vodka. Did I've you know never, he even? No, I've never seen it in my life. That was expensive, probably because it was like a novelty. But they had Tom of Finland. How much vodka. was that? $100? They know their clients. It was like 40. They know their clients. So, honey, I bought a bottle of the Tito's because I'm going out of town this weekend, going to Palm Springs. So I was like, $60 is 66 cents. Are you out of your minds? So I bought one. I. Uh, this did actually remind me very much why Albertsons is maybe king of the crop, except for Kroger. Those carts are enormous. This one did not fail. It has a huge basket area, the biggest I've ever seen, and a sturdy wheel. Like there's nothing second run about Albertsons or Vaughn's wheels in Los Angeles. By the way, another thing that Albertsons, I guess, is controlling across the board, word of the day. Honey, Pavilions had a word of the day, and it was a good one. I walked right up to the counter with my basket, took out my sun-made raisin bread, 
and said, the word of the day is sunmade. She said, then you're getting that loaf for free. And by the way, there's nothing more I love than sunmade raisin bread. And I'm not kidding you. Brian, that, that is the most shocking revelation <laughs> that I, anybody can Talk about a bread that doesn't deserve your affection. Oh, I love it so much. Why? I just love it. Because it has so many raisins. Yeah, I love a cinnamon raisin bread. This one, I don't think really has cinnamon. It's more raisins, but I love it with like a little bit of butter. Yeah, but I mean, aren't there better ones out there? No, I serve that to to like if, for instance, if Elizabeth Warren ever comes over, or like, you know Which what I mean? Does, yeah. Pete Buttigieg, I would say like, please let me serve you my finest things. Yeah. And, and by I the would, way, they're very down home people. I that's don't, what they love it. Okay. That's what I it's mean. It's not royalty is what you're saying. Oh, no, no, no. Like I only serve that to ra- No, when the queen comes over, I serve her uh, two slices and I let her choose between margarine and butter. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, and then I serve her just a pint of uh, Tito's, and I and then I brag mm. about how cheap it was. Mm. Tito's and cinnamon toast. Yep, I was also greeted by the sweetest butcher on the planet, who. I was walking by just because I wanted to get a picture of the deli section because it was really nice because they have salami separated from uh, the like sliced turkey and that you know what I mean. There's like a deli and then there's like a meat and cheese counter, and so I was looking at it, and he goes, "Hey." And I go, oh, hi. And he goes, I see you eyeing that soprasada. And he goes, tell you what, why don't you try it? So then he cut off a slice for me and I ate it and it was delicious. It was very sweet of him. That's so, also they had a fresh, like a whole meat counter. Yeah. Not not like everything was wrapped up. You could actually get stuff. No, it was like dry salami, like that that sort of thing there. Um, Good good cheeses? I'm not a, I don't get cheese. So the cheese isn't really my thing, but- it Cheese is just good. a thing that they make from cows. You don't, like, I don't believe it. I still don't, don't it? believe it. It's like the Amazon burning. I don't believe it. Uh, they also have, so these are their store brand things that I thought were like sort of interesting. They have their own, O Organics is one of their store brands. Have you ever seen it before? It's just the O-H? letter O. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, they have their, that's their like home, um, the like Albertsons. Co-pack or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. For organic stuff. And it's called O Organics. I've never seen this. They had a knockoff Dave's Killer Bread. It was right next to the Dave's Killer Bread. And it's called like dynamite thin sliced seed bread. But it's the store brand. But it's probably Dave's Bread just in a Probably. They like, they literally like, yeah. Amazing. Almost white bread. Stuff like that. And it's it's with exclamation points. And I've never Aggressive. seen, which means Dave's, by the way, is killing it. And I'm all on board with Dave's ever since I read the back of their package, which was that it's all ex-cons who make the bread and like really thrive from it. And it's like their first job out, which I and think is great. And that was his story too. Exactly yeah. his story. Uh, another big plus, there's a Starbucks in the grocery store. And what I love about a Starbucks in a grocery store is it's always about five to 10 cents more. And I don't know why. And it tastes very different than a, than a Starbucks that's not in the store. But really, you have your choice because it's one of those centers that on the other side of the pavilions in the same shopping center is a Starbucks. So you really have two within 50 feet of each other, one in the grocery store, one outside. Is that why they taste different? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that grocery store air gets in the coffee. It just tastes different. But And it's always five to 10 cents. Another big plus, right by the produce, isolated like a shrine with its own lighting, Coinstar. Dramatic lighting, like rock star lighting? Yeah, and it was like all by itself down a hall, but it was lit. As if like, yeah, you bet. You bet we have one. I have so much confidence that I'm not going to approach you. You come to me, honey. I don't I don't need you. Now, or, or is it that no one needs to know your dirty secret that you save all your coins and then I, you come in here? I'm proud. And by the way, we got a hot tip. 
uh, from at Beth Jam on Twitter who said, hot tip on the Coinstar machines. If you go to one that has the gift card options, they don't charge the fee to process your coins. You can get an Amazon gift card without a fee. That's brilliant. Brilliant. So you know, you hack. can also do that. You can convert those. Like sometimes when I do my contacts, they'll be yeah. like a hundred dollar AccuView credit card or whatever. Back. What? It's some stupid fucking oh, oh, scam. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. If I buy a year's worth of contacts, I get like one seventy five mm-hmm. back or whatever. Yeah. So they send me a credit card, but what I do is I just transfer it right to Amazon. D- there you go. You so because I can't. I don't want to like figure out if I have. Ten cents on a fucking credit card. That's uh, you know what I mean. Like who can do it's it? Wasteful. Their prepared food section. Uh, everything has the name Frankly Foods in front of it. So Frankly Fresh, excuse me. So it's Frankly Fresh salad, crab, and shrimp Louie, and Frankly Fresh broccoli crunch salad. I love. Is it a brand? Frankly Fresh is their brand. It's their brand of the prepared salads. They honey, they're branding everything. This store is incredibly well organized. Like. And and they have vegetable art, which I love. So like in the vegetable, in the center of the vegetable, it'll be like a humongous smiley face made out of bell peppers, which, <laughs> and carrots and tomatoes. And it's like, and please, anyone who goes there, don't pick one of those. There's actual ones that aren't art that you don't can Don't ruin from. the art. Don't. It's like putting your finger up the nose of the Mona Lisa. Exactly. Thank you. And there were just as many photographers there taking a picture of it. Okay, that's really where the fun ended, except that they do allow dogs there because I saw a standard poodle without an owner on, with a grocery cart. And then the owner finally came back. I took a picture of the dog because it re- truly looked like the dog was ordering meat. Did the dog have a colored tail? Standard poodle. It was the standard poodle's blonde. But did the did they have dye on the tail or something? No. No, just like pristine. Pristine. Yeah. Pristine. Uh, that's sort of where the fun ended. Their bakery section was, in a word, wet. I don't know how to describe it. I couldn't even see the baked goods behind the counter because it was, the windows were soaked. So it, there was only one cake that wasn't wet. And that... <laughs> and, <laughs> more disgusting. Nothing. 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 The one cake wasn't wet. It was absolutely beautiful. It was like a pastel cake. And the other cake that wasn't wet that also looked delicious because you know I love a trashy, trashy, cheap, 75 ingredient white sheet cake. They had one and it looked delicious. I didn't get it. I wanted to so badly. It had fake balloons on it with food coloring. My jam. Why don't you bring it in? Because I'll, I guess I could bring it in here. Yeah, that's what. But it would have to be a move where I go straight from the store to here. Mm, I, I don't trust myself. Otherwise, you put your paws in it. That's exactly right. I, they're taking really big risks with donuts. I hate a dolled up donut. I hate it. I don't like a dolled up nut. I don't like it when they put potato chips on it and uh, rice krispies and you know fruity pebbles. I don't like that. You won't see me ten feet near a voodoo. No. Another bad thing: the coffee I got at Gelson's, which is. If it's Not on the Starbucks. No. Oh, okay. The coffee in the coffee section, like, you know, the ground coffee or whatever, the whole beans. One bag of regular old Stumptown at Pavilions was $17.99. <gasps> and the Intelligentsia was $18.99, which is wild because I, I go right to my Gelson's, which everyone says the most expensive store in town. It is, I get $8.99 there. I get it half of this. So obviously go to Pavilions for the vodka and the lube and then get your ass over to Gelson's for the coffee. Yeah, but here's the thing. Don't don't stores do price matching like Home Depot and all those other places? Oh, do they? I don't know. They might. Do grocery stores? Maybe gonna, some do. You know what? Hot tip if you know it. Mm-hmm. Hot tip us. Mm-hmm. Then this happened. This is really where I thought, all right, well, this has all gone to shit. I was in the express checkout aisle because I got like eight things. A lady in front of me, her cart was completely full and I 
hate someone who breaks the rules. I legitimately, it drives me crazy. Unless this person is like older or, you know what I mean? Like struggling with something, then like do what you need. But like, no, this person was my age and turned around to look at me and saw me looking and then looked up at the sign that said 15 items or less in a panic and then looked at me as if I was going to tell on them. Do you know what I mean? They got nervous. And I was like, I'm dying to know what the checker's going to do. Like, is she going to let this slide or what's going to happen? She said, ma'am, you clearly don't have 15 items or less. And she was like, I, I don't. And he was like, she was like, uh, yeah, you need to go to another line. And she was, and then she looked at me and she was like, oh my God, I had no idea. Did you see the sign? And I wanted to be like, yeah, I saw you look at it and then look at me panicked. But they set the rules straight. And the I'm nerve. And by the way, thank goodness that they let the cashiers implement those rules. There was one really handsome guy that I took a picture of the back of uh, while he was looking at the Vuv, scrambling for nine bottles of Vuv. And do you like champagne? No. Um, he, so I, I took a picture of the back of him because I was like, oh, he's so cute. Da, 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 da. Like athleisure, Lululemon, who knows? And. He, I heard him say in the next line over to someone, someone asked him something and he goes, oh, I, I drive a Tesla. And I was like, he's for me. I also bought a big bottle of Perrier and a big, big bottle of vodka, put it in my grocery bag. Not a paper one, guys. I brought my own in my canvas bag, put it in my bag and then was sort of thirsty, just grabbed a bottle out of my bag and assumed, I assumed it was the Perrier. He walked by me and smiled. I undid the lid to Tito's, <laughs> kicked it back in my mouth and spit it all over my car. So that's the battle I lost. Literally just straight up, this guy smiling. And I just like pick up a bottle of vodka that I don't know is vodka, cheers him through my car. <laughs> and by the way- Oh, you're inside your car? Honey, the car is started. I, the car is like about to exit. Just whip open a bottle of Tito's, kick it back in my mouth, blow it all over my car. And thank God for Kirstie Alley. If she taught us anything, she taught us that vodka cleans your home. So if someone pulled me over, I would absolutely pass the blow test, but they would be like, no, it reeks of vodka in here. Because <laughs> I didn't actually ingest it. Ridiculous. Yeah. So that's pavilions. Oh, wow. Do, would you have a rating for it? Okay. I would go... <laughs> Uh, the prices for the things I buy really couldn't be beat. I want to combine your car stories. So I want to see uh, your gas nozzle in your car. You accidentally guzzling. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to see them all, all the same of time. It. All the Amelia Bedelia behavior. I'm going to give it six out of ten cotton candy. Oh, that's pretty high, I yeah. think. Well, I went to Ralph's and I learned a very important lesson that I already knew about Hollywood, which is... What you see on TV is not real life. I've never even seen Ralph's on TV. Well, this is the famous Ralph's at 1745 Garfield Avenue in Alhambra, California, a.k.a. the Ralph's from the Big Lebowski. Ah. Now, I know everyone thinks that the Ralph's from Big Lebowski is in Venice, but the actual location is near Pasadena. I want to give you a little bit of history about the oldest grocery chain west of the Mississippi. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Founded in 1873 by- Wow. I know. By George Albert Ralphs, who built his business catering to the rich downtown and was also one of the first grocery stores that consolidated a bunch of produce under one roof. That was when markets were happening and there was, you know, you'd have to- 
walk your petticoat down to the beat man and then over through the mud to the turnip person. I see. That was over. Yeah. Thanks to to George I never thought that would end. They expanded like crazy because everyone just loved this format. And what's funny is that some of the most iconic buildings that I love in L.A. are actually former Ralph's. Really? Yes. So there's a place on Wilshire and Hauser. It's a building that I know well. I clock all the buildings I love in town. You know me. I'm an architectural. My eyeballs got architecture in them. They do. Everywhere I look, there's I always I see angles. the Golden Gate Bridge in your eyes. There's a gorgeous arched stone, uh, arched window stone building there. That is a former Ralph's. There is a location in Brentwood, which is an iconic looking supermarket, just dripping with mid-century modern angles. Wow. It is still a Ralph's and is on the National Registry of Historic Places. They I'm, used to be- I'm like, my mouth is agape. They used to be very, they, in the catering to the rich, they also would hire famous architects to design their buildings and they all look different. such a nice idea. They're gorgeous. Now, half of them have been demolished and then there's been like, you know, semi-truck uh, buildings put up in front sure. of them. Container container buildings. Um, now, he did all of this, built this entire empire with one arm. Aaron, I think you've been watching too many superhero movies. <laughs> one arm, this guy, okay? He- He should be giving lectures, or is he dead? I know, no, he died. A, bo- okay. a boulder killed him. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. A boulder killed him. He was on a hike with his wife. He tried to get his wife to come up on this boulder. <laughs> Did she live? Good. But the boulder, the boulder got loose and he like went down the hill like a cartoon on it. Oh my God, like Goonies or Indiana Jones? Like, whoa. <laughs> and then it crushed one of his legs. He had it amputated. So he only had one arm and, and one, one leg, leg, but he died That's of like sad. shock after the, what, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. It's just really. Well, it's so shocking. It's so shocking yeah. to have this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Looney Tunes death. I'm so sorry. How do you know it was a Looney Tunes death? Did they say I that? No. Oh, you're picturing it. But I just picture him like running on this rolling rock, just thinking, because I guess he rolled with Whoa. it. <laughs> he rolled with it for a while? <laughs> Like on top of it? He was like spinning around on it? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> on a big boulder. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. This is, if you had lost a loved one to a boulder, a boulder, I'm really sorry if this is true. To a boulder rolling down and you staying on it. I mean, that really is Wiley Coyote. In like basically a business suit because that's what everyone, and also, you know, they were hiking in like fucking, you know, tap shoes or whatever they wore back then. They did. God, I wish we could go back to that I time. know. Back when our everyone in our communities were treated very fairly. The only way I can relate is that I still wear tap shoes on hikes. Yeah. And I do a tap dance at every like rock formation I see. Well, and now you know how dangerous it is. Yeah. So then the 80s came along, along with the greedy dick pigs of Wall Street and transformed this place into a shithole. <sighs> the beautiful architecture, gone. The attention to detail, gone. They turned it into a buffet-level, low-quality garbage festival that I think Ralph's is today. Now, um, Ralph's in the 80s created its own chain called The Giant to compete with Walmart, which it would be ironic it won. if it wasn't so sad. <laughs> yeah. It failed, and who cares? When you've got a business, you can keep doing business even when you lose your shirt. Yeah. So- 
The they, giant. I would shop at that the store. The giant. Yeah. How imposing it. Also, it's going to, there's going to be like a little like weird big brother thing that I'll talk about later that'll, that'll kind of echo back to that. So they merged with food for less chain. And then that was re- acquired by Ukaipa for $1.5 billion. They rebranded some of the markets under that umbrella to be Ralph's. And then in 1997, Ukaipa sold Ralph's to Fred Meyer. And a, le- a year later, Fred Meyer merged with Kroger. So Ralph's is owned by Kroger Corporation. And I've, back channel through they don't have any you know sometimes you're like oh they give you hints of who the parent company is out of nowhere in the bagged kale it was kroger bagged kale wow and it was the only kroger co-branded thing in the whole place now grocery stores apparently operated on operate on crazy margins because i I truly didn't understand what this store was doing apparently they make one to two percent per product which is why they do this thing called slotting fees. Do you know about this? No. So basically, uh, Ralph's does this. There's a couple stores that don't do it. Whole Foods, actually Walmart doesn't do it. But basically, businesses have to pay for shelf space. So when you go to stores- I learned that from Shark Tank. I'm not even kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that you. That, I don't know it was called that, though. It's, it's crazy business for them. So Ralph for sure does this. And they also, along with like just literally seeing every- terrible brand just at eye level at all times when you walk into the store they assault you with their with their personal brand stuff it's a it's a department it's a low-end department store display of their things number one walked right in what was to my right not the best of the best it was their leftover fourth of july bakery products that was at the front of the store. In a in a patriotic whatever thing moment, and it was old cakes. You only get one chance at a first impression, y'all. And it was there. They also had, it was all desserts, except they also had outdoor rugs. For it sale? It was dessert, 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 outdoor rug. I guess it was just all the shit they wanted to get rid of. So let me give you, the, I actually brought you this. And a we can rug? try it. No, I oh. didn't. <laughs> Actually, that would be useful. They had this, they had these different cakes. I had never heard of this. This is a Louisiana crunch pudding cake. And it's only half of it, right? It's only half because they, and they had a whole, but look how fucking big this is. It is enormous. Oh, I didn't bring forks in here, but maybe you can just tear off a piece with your hand. Okay. So this is a pudding cake. I don't, I, I mean, don't. pudding cake sounds delicious. Doesn't it sound good? Yes. But it, it, since it was at the front of the store, I don't really trust that it's going to be. So why don't you um, dip your, dip your hands into that? It's, got it's it. got a, la- like that icing layer on top, you know, that like. Um, yeah. And then I don't know, the middle looks like, does it look like it has pudding in it? What does it, it feel doesn't. like? It doesn't. Must, it must be really moist. Is oh, it? I love that word. I love that. Let me tell you how moist it is. It tastes like a pound cake. It does. Yeah. So, so who cares? Yeah. And what's crunchy about it? Where's the Louisiana crunch? Oh, look at you. Thanks, oh, thanks, Kimmy. Where's the Louisiana crunch in this? And what is Louisiana crunch? Maybe the crunch? bottom's crunchy. I didn't get it. Is Louisiana crunch alligator teeth? What are, you, what are we talking here? I think it's when you put an alligator on your stomach while you're doing core work. My trainer is a crocodile. Ever heard of such a thing? There's nothing. Yeah, there's no crunch. It's good. It's it sounds, tastes like a pound cake. It's 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 like, it should be moister than this for, for having pudding mm-hmm. in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pudding. Maybe all the crunch was on the other side. Anyway, so- they got me. They got. They I pulled was, you. The crunch is on top. 
Oh, it is. And I don't, I don't understand what it is, but it tastes like something. Oh, you're right. So they have all kinds of weird pudding cakes, <laughs> all littering the store. A thing I'd never even heard of. So they. I wish I'd bought that one dry cake. It's so bad. Um, in the middle of shopping, I heard a robot voice come onto the loudspeakers and say this. Ding, ding, ding. All departments, it's now the top of the hour. Please check your in-stock. All departments, it's now the top of the hour. Please check your in-stock. What is know. this, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory? If anybody's rethinking um, making uh, Clockwork Orange again, I got the location. <laughs> I, that's what when I hear the giant and then I hear robot noises and I hear how automated this place is and you feel it. Mm-hmm. You, it feels like that in Ralph's. Now, let me talk to you about one more thing about sliding fees, which is why the next product I'm going to tell you about and show you is going to be so shocking. Okay. Okay. So some companies have to allot one and a half to $2 million to roll out a new product. That's that's just for slotting fees to wow. get it on the shelves to get eyeballs on their goods. It's now, a gamble. Aha. So you know that this next company that I'm going to show you went above and beyond to make this product here today with us. This it. Oh my god. This is a the brand is Selma's. It's a coated crisp rice treat. And it's in the shape of a flip-flop. Disgusting. Do you want to try it? Not to mention, Rice Krispie Cheats really just look like calloused feet, especially if it's in the shape of a foot. I don't, you should never make food products into shoes, ever. Here, do you want to show me? Yeah. I mean, it is. A flip-flop Rice Krispie Treats, and this is all the hiking they've done. Uh it's a, oh, oh it's, it really it's falls really badly. It's really chewy. No, I don't, like, Rice Krispie Treats, also, I don't like, Rice Krispie Treats are already sweet. Why do you have to put anything else on? I'll and be there's honest also with you, that's the one on plus of this. It's not too sweet, somehow. I, 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 I like it better than the packaged Rice Krispie Treats. Think really? I do like, I'm a purist when it comes to Rice Krispie Treats. I know, I don't like fancy. I just want it good and hot and uh-huh, new. Uh-huh. And a tiny baby square right in my mouth. Yeah, like a load. I like for a rice crispy treat to just dump a load right in my mouth. Could Gross. you make rice crispy treats out of out of cum? You it's know sticky. what? All right, let me talk about their media strategy on social media. They're on Facebook, and you can shop directly from their Facebook page. Oh, great! I don't know who would do that. They used to do events, but they've stopped. The biggest one I could find was in 2016. Maria Sharapova was at the Manhattan Beach location hawking her line of chocolate bars. The tennis player? Yeah. Wow. Now, I'm giving this place one out of ten cotton candy grapes, and here's why. She's tough to please everybody. The carts were busted and mismatched. Mm -mm. The place was clean, but everyone working there looked absolutely destroyed. The lighting was, and I'm sure the DP from The Big Lebowski can attest, an atrocious level of fluorescent that makes everyone look like a fucking zombie. Or you have gangrene, one of the two. I hate that. When I left... Someone told me the other day you have to throw a pink scarf over lighting and then you get amazing pictures. <laughs> Who told you that? Ansel Adams? Barbara Streisand. <laughs> 
By the way, You're I'm wearing saw- a pink scarf. Can I borrow it for my picture? Yes, for my I would lo- love for you to. I was left truly like with like, you know, when you see something like really bright, like the sun and then you close your eyes and you can still see it. Yes. I was seeing Tide bottles. Yeah. Everything was like a gross color. There was no aesthetics. It didn't feel warm. I don't care. Look, I've been to country. There's a country grocery store in Big Bear that I love that ain't fancy. It just feels like people it's care. It's really the lighting. Even it's with the, weddings, the first thing is lighting. The first thing. You and can it, turn any ugly space into something beautiful. You can. Yeah. Put a scarf on it. Yeah. And any place that doesn't sell a non-scented garbage bag is not getting my fucking money. I could not find one unscented garbage bag in the entire place. I bought Barkeeper's Friend organic lettuce, and I did not buy my meat there that I was going to buy because it looked disgusting. And I couldn't verify that it that the meat was treated like a prince before it died. And the Stumptown coffee, which we also buy, was $14. Yeah. That's not a deal. That's not no. a deal. So their slogan, great food, real low prices. I say lies. Lies. But I want to give it one grape because they did do the decent thing and didn't just shove Asian, Asian Mexican, Korean, and kosher foods into an ethnic aisle. They actually... Had them all, yeah, which I give them credit for, which I shouldn't give them. That's the base. You should do that at base level. (laughs) I know, but so many stores don't. They don't do it. So that's why they get, they get a grape. I have to say the biggest lie pavilions told me is that there were two grand opening signs out there and they opened like five years ago. They and just they, haven't got around to exactly. it. They should sell ladders. Help also, out. Aaron, there was one product that I meant for you to try. Oh. They were promoting the shit out of this. It's not a store brand, but they're called Pedos. Pedos, the revolutionary crunch puffed snack that tastes, crunches, and satisfies better than junk food with two times the protein and three times the fiber of that corny cheetah. So they're like Cheetos. So they're going right for the jugular. Yeah. So it's it's Cheetos made out of peas? Yes. It's uh it's peas and lentils. They're gonna get sued by Frito Lay, don't you think? I don't know. That's, and this, this, this is brand bold. is called World Peas. Oh, I know World Peas. They used to oh. make those other things. They're just like straight up freeze-dried peas. I don't like Cheetos even, so I don't know. I would, so I I love would never Cheetos. like this. You do, you can have these. They're fine. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they're junk food. It's all it's still junk food. Now, let me just say this. I know we don't want to get political on the show. We're trying to keep politics out of it. But I do want to mention that the United Food and Commercial Workers Union is currently negotiating their contract with Southern California grocery store chains, including Vaughn's, including Ralph's. And in mid-September, we will know whether or not they have reached an agreement or if they're going to go on strike. Great. So that's happening right now. I wanted to say for Ralph's personally, they, during the last strike, they found out who the union members were in their store and then locked them out of the store. Hmm. This was not even during the strike. They just were like, oh, you're part of the union. It was like scare tactics. You're done. And so they were sued and had to pay $50 million for doing that, for acting like that. And I hope that... um, People at the C-suite of Fred Meyer, of of any of these massive corporations, I would like for them to think of the history of Ralph's. George Ralph lost his arm in a bricklaying accident, went on to be a small grocery store cashier, and saved enough money to start his own store. And I want you to ask yourself if any of your employees could ever afford the same opportunity on your wages. Hmm. That's as serious as I want to get. But Drop that mic, honey. Drop. It's my Apple Pencil going right on my iPad. Boom! 
You want to get into some comments and questions? Yeah. I, now, I, I, had a, I, had a, I had a possible label for this segment. Okay. Grocery store bags and snags. Great. Okay. Let's do it. I, I pulled a couple comments that I got that I thought yes. were like great. And I didn't I asked, pull any questions. I asked people on Instagram yesterday. So we've got a lot of questions. Oh, good. Okay. All right. I just wanted to read a few comments from people who sent us their thoughts on groceries. I just say the response has been overwhelming and so sweet. And people have said things like uh, that this is the podcast they needed right now. And also we get a lot of this is weird and totally fascinating. I think people are just like, what is happening? We're right in the middle. From Robin TN said, I'm not exactly sure why, but groceries from the fine people of throwing shade is everything. Brian and Aaron are hilarious as always. Honestly, I never knew grocery talk would be so fun. So sweet. Also, uh, Shanter Mestwet uh, said, well, Aaron and Brian's new groceries podcast is a fucking delight. I have so many thoughts and feelings about groceries. Here's a photo of flavored and colored whipped cream that I saw in a store called Billa in Vienna. Raspberry, blueberry, cinnamon, and kiwi. Send us your weird grocery find. Someone else gave us a hot tip and said that specifically the Ralphs in Burbank has the best King's Hawaiian variety of breads. I love, love that bread. And that their meat section was completely empty and she sent us a picture of the like meat section there wasn't one thing to buy there well i wonder how this is again we're going to start seeing how the um trade situation is going to start affecting our food supply you know yeah also Um, sorry one more oh yeah income.taxes on instagram sent us an anecdote that slayed me Hi, Brian and Aaron. I just, she lives in Canada. Hi, Brian and Aaron. I just want to talk about the wildest thing I've seen at No Frills, which is a grocery store chain in Ontario, Canada. I was shopping on a weeknight when I saw a woman with the biggest sunglasses I'd ever seen in the shower products aisles. She was opening bottles of shampoos and shower gels, ripping off the safety seals, sniffing them, and then putting them back. Then I watched her open one, sniff it, shudder, mutter, oh, that's disgusting, and then put it in her cart. She did this two more times and then checked out. All she had in her cart were shower items she called disgusting. Who is she? Why does she want, her words, disgusting shampoos? She's sabotaging somebody. Her daughter made her mad and now she's giving her bad soap. Yeah. Um, Our friend, um, A-D-R-I-E-X-Y. Adrexy. Adrexy. Uh, my friend Ashley from DC. She said, Wegman sells a French style butter with the amazing name of Butter Boy. And it's fantastic. I was literally, no joke, called that in fourth grade. <laughs> oh, <laughs> reclaiming. They're reclaiming it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I should send them all a picture with me just eating Butter Boy. Be like, now who's on top, babe? Yeah. And it'll still be you without the butter, though, right? No, it would be me with butter in my mouth. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Now, someone, Bad Kids Kid 7-Eleven said, have we covered self-checkout etiquette? This is going to be interesting. Oh. Because if I see another person waltz up to a self-checkout with a full cart of groceries, I will squish all of their bread. Now, in LA, I don't know if this is true in other places, There are, there's no limitation on some self-checkout aisles. Right. For example, if you go to Target or... Ralph's, there is no limit. You just go up. And I don't remember at- Who would want to do that? What? Self-checkout with a full card. Well, um, uh, CJAC719 said, I'd like to chime in. As a former cashier, I feel I have the right to take as much as I want to the self-checkout. I can get in and out fast and everything will be bagged 
correctly. By the way, someone suggested that if anyone ever has to issue corrections with us or has a different opinion, that they should call that part of the show returns. And one return I got was people saying, I got a few. The controversial thing I said in episode one, by the way, was not that. Was not that. Did not spark any controversy. The thing that did was me saying, don't wear headphones in the grocery store. People went wild. They couldn't believe it. They were like, I do that all the time. And they said, also, that's exactly where I go to listen to your podcast while I'm shopping. So I would like to issue a correction and say that's the exception. If you're listening to Throwing Shade, you're only laughing and spreading light and to this world. That's so- a gr- actually a great transition to this next comment, which is um, L-I-V-I-A-A, Leah Eve. Okay. says, I love the random mix of forgotten pop music that my grocery store plays. What are your favorite grocery store bangers? Oh. Whole Foods in West Hollywood plays amazing 80s music, and sometimes I sing in the aisles. Who's the one who was in a band but now isn't? Oh, George Michael? From like the 70s or 80s. He does like, train time. <laughs> Morrissey? No, he did like, oh, new wave, baby. Ugh. Okay, so he's a new Peter? wave. Peter Frampton? Uh, is he New Wave? Oh, Peter Gabriel. Yeah, they played him. <laughs> and I like that. That was. Have you ever seen Peter Gabriel's haircut that he gave himself in the 70s where he just cut his bangs out? So he shaved his bangs? Or Ew. maybe it's like a big. He, I'll, That's I'll like a meth you. move. It was definitely. Number two. This is the last one I want to stay. We have to end on this one because this, this is a warning. This is a warning label. Okay. This is a whatever we would call this segment. FDA warning. I don't know. Sure. Not an FDA warning. A tip. Okay. This is from Michael Wandling says, a tip I learned from taking a cooking class once. If you buy any spices that are a dollar or so, the generic base spices, those normally have traces of rat excrement in them and is totally allowed by the FDA. Do we, not buy cheap spices. Thanks for joining us. If you want to, thank if you, you have any, so much. If you have any um, hot tips, questions, questions, anything, returns uh, at throwing shade on Instagram. You can DM us. Okay. We're going to be in DC. Our special guest is Latrice Rael. And by the way, DC, send us which grocery stores we should go to because that's how we're opening our show. Same with you, New York. Give us two really good ones. And New York, we're in the next night. Uh, announcing guest TBD, but same thing. Send us to some fun grocery stores you love, and we'll review them. And then until then, we'll see you in the aisles. See you in the aisles. 